episode one of the happiness injection with Shanette Basson. That's me, Shanette. Now, I am going to, during these podcasts, get your happy up as high as mine, and I'm not kidding, like I'm off your head with happiness, but I'm going to do that just purely by talking to you and you listening, and guess what? No drugs, alcohol, or calories are involved. How good does that sound? It's going to be your instant happiness injection, and hopefully by the end of it, you are going to feel happier. I am Jeanette, and I was born with chronic happiness disorder. It's not something that many people have in the UK, you may have noticed. As I was growing up, it wasn't so bad because other children had chronic happiness disorder as well. But then, when I was getting older, people were like, Jeanette, you're lovely, but you're crazy. And I was like, oh, okay. I was just carrying on being me, but people were like, you know, Shanette, you're mad as a box of frogs. And this made me laugh because how mad is a box of frogs? Now, I wouldn't say that I am similar to a box of frogs. They're green and slimy and I'm very clean and well washed. I'd just like you to know, even though you can't see me. But however, like... For years, I've begun to think, do I actually need a certificate because I am crazy? And I was actually different to other adults. I love Mondays. What? I love going to work. I enjoy my job. The only thing that I don't really enjoy is other people who suck my happiness. Lemon suckers, I call them. You know, people who just kind of go, oh, yes, well, we tried that in 1972 and it didn't work, you know? And and people who, like, when you have a really good idea, just want to slap you down. I just look at them and think, really? And I learned when I did explore the science of happiness, I learned that you actually lose your happiness at the age of 10. So all my friends were having their happiness sucked out at 10 by the serious police. And I, I don't know where I was. I think I was up a tree somewhere, maybe like just looking at birds or sparkly clouds. I used to love, I still do love lying on the grass, looking at the clouds, like seeing what you can see in the clouds. And I think that after 10, that's when everybody started to call me crazy. But it wasn't until I approached my 40s that I realised that I'm actually not crazy. I am actually too happy. Too happy. So that means that I am overly qualified to make you a certain degree happier just by listening to my podcast. Now, that is why I've called it a happiness injection. Because by listening to this podcast, hopefully you're going to get some ideas and hopefully you're going to laugh and hopefully you're going to get to the end of this podcast and think, I actually feel better. Or for some lemon suckers, you might feel worse. (laughs) When I was younger... I was lied to, like every teacher lies to children and every parent and says, live your dream, live your dream, you can live your dream, what's your dream, live your dream. And I come from a a seaside village in the northeast of England and my dream uh, was off the telly and uh, we had telly then and uh, it was the Waltons, I don't know if you've ever watched the Waltons but like it was the Waltons, like Mrs Walton was so happy wasn't she, Mr Walton, he was the ideal man, he never said a lot and if he got aggressive he went out, took his top off 
chop the wood. Ah, oh, I just remember that was like my ideal. I wanted, I knew I wanted to be Mrs. Walton and I wanted Mr. Walton with his top off chopping wood. Okay, none of that talking. So in my dream, like I was going to be Mrs. Walton. I was going to live in a hut. I was going to shell peas with my children. And then the brilliant bit of the Waltons, if you can remember this, just smile to yourself was when they went to bed. They all went to bed at the same time. There was no discussion about I'm a middle child. I'm an older child. I've got issues. I've got this. They all just went to bed at the same time and I don't even think they had electricity. So they snuffed out the candle and then they shouted to each other, Night Ma, Night Pa, Night John Boy, Night Suellen, Night Ma, Night Pa. There was like no Wi-Fi. Like in my house, I'm screaming, if you don't turn off your devices, I'm going to turn off the Wi-Fi. There's no, like, arguments, like, have you got your PE kit ready? I'm not laid in bed meditating, trying to forget about the stress of the day. And you know what? They were just so happy, weren't they? So that was my dream. And at 30 years old, I woke up one day, and I was married, and I had four children. Oh! <laughs> no, that isn't such a bad thing, is it? But I had my children really close together. So my children actually at this current time are 20, 19, 18, 17. Okay. Now, if you're good at maths, you're thinking, wow, that's some going. Okay. If you're not good at maths, there's not big gaps between them. But the mistake I made was somebody, and I wish I knew who it was because I would sue them, is they told me that breastfeeding was a form of contraception. And as you can see from the age gaps, it most definitely isn't. You can also tell from the age gaps that I was a slow learner because it wasn't until my third child that I realised that breastfeeding definitely was not a form of contraception. <laughs> No, the thing is with those four children is because I've got such a strong personality, you think that in the genetics it would be diluted, wouldn't you? But no, all four of them have got a really strong personality. They can argue and they all live at home and they all on a regular basis, as much as I love them, suck my own happiness out. But in society, we're supposed to love our children. We're supposed to put pictures of them on Facebook with medals. But why don't I have other people's children? Because like I've never seen such big medals of my friends on Facebook. I even said to my children the other day, look, I will buy you some medals off Amazon and just so we can have some pictures on Facebook of, of children with medals. Because like, what am I supposed to photograph? The mess on the girls' bedroom floor? That could be award winning. Or like when they're in a strop because somebody's got somebody's straightness. Or when people fall in the door at like three o'clock in the morning and like, mama, love you. You could get a medal for that. You could actually get a medal for just being irritated couldn't you as a child but you know what that's one of the things in life in it I said to my mum the other day you know we're all supposed to be resilient we're supposed to teach children to be resilient but actually I think unless you go through stuff like having four kids really quickly I've had I've had two husbands as well just getting it all out there and it's a Jeremy Kyle world so you're thinking to yourself well you've had two husbands and you've had four kids that what what's the crack there well don't worry everyone I am a four by one not a four by four just saying but let's talk about dreams because, you know, I just dreamt of that and it just didn't happen. The other thing was I wanted to be a dentist. Um, 
And the thing was, I just got distracted, really, by boys. So, actually, I couldn't live my dreams, you know. And I've seen lots of speakers, who motivational speakers, are like, live your dreams, go out, you can do what you want. Yeah, you do it. You can. If you've got four children, you can. You cannot do that. Your children will end up in social services if you go and travel the world. If you wanted to be an astronaut and you've got four children, no, you can't. Because you can't hold your bladder long enough. You know, I don't know what goes on in them astronauts suits whether you get shiwis or whatever so eventually I I actually became a teacher and I love teaching do you know why because children are happy other adults not so happy and I always seem to work with lemon suckers in my life but the truth is and I'm here to tell you in this happiness injection that it's all right to be a bit miserable about life because life can be actually a little bit disappointing because we are lied to as children. We're told that we can live the dream and then when we get into our 20s, we can't. We can't live the dream. I can't live the dream because I was carrying four children around with me, but now they're bigger. I'm excited because I can live the dream. So I'm living the dream doing this podcast with you because it's like, woo, living the dream. Because the children don't need you. I don't know if you've got teenagers, but they very often, you know, you just have to text them more than anything. Like when I make the tea, I just text everybody because it just saves my voice from going to stand at the end of the stairs shouting, your tea's ready. So what brought me to this point in my 40s is I learned through the science of happiness that the average person's lifespan is 4,000 weeks, okay? So I want you to pause this podcast now and I want you to work out how many weeks you've got left, okay? So 79, that's the average age a human lives to, 79. Now, we all know sad stories, don't we, about people who haven't lived their 4,000 weeks and we all know stories of people who are overliving their weeks, like my grandmother just saying 89. Now, for me... I'm 45 as I currently record this. So I've got 1,660 weeks left. 1,660 weeks. My poor mum has only got like 554. But the wakening point of this is, if you've got that many weeks left, then isn't it time that you give yourself a massive happiness injection so that you can have more of those weeks converted into happy days? But the truth is, if you've got 4,000 weeks, how many have you got left? Okay, that's a question from this podcast because when you realise how many you've got left, it can be a bit depressing, of course it can, but it can also be an awakening because are you living in zombie land where you hate Monday and you love Friday? But actually, on a Friday, you get to Friday, what do you actually do? What were you waiting for? Most people I know, they go home, put on the onesie, pour themselves a gigantic glass of wine, and I mean gigantic, okay? And then take a picture of the shoes for Facebook to pretend to the friends that they're going out. And then they go nestle in that nice bum wedge on the sofa. Ooh, double curry. You look at your miserable lemon-sucking partner that you've been with for more than three years, and you think, what was I waiting for? So for me... 1,660 weeks. Don't forget to tweet me and tell me how many weeks you've got left just so I know how long I've got to get to know you. But not only that is, 
I want those to have some best day ever, you know. It always worries me when people get married and they say, oh, it was my best day ever. Is that it? Is that it? Because I've had two weddings and two divorces. I'm hoping for three or four more, to be quite honest, because, you know, the dress gets better each time. But the truth is, I started to think, gosh, I've only got 1,660 weeks left. And the thing about that is, is I I haven't really lived my dream. I've had four children. I've actually raised them to a point where they're semi semi independent. But you know, we won't talk about that. I, I've I've been married twice. I've wrote some books. I've like impacted on future generations, and I've impacted on teachers, and I've spread happiness so far in twenty eight countries around the world. But what else do I want to do? What else does Jeanette want to achieve in her life? What would make her happy? And do you know what it is? Being a self-help comedian. And this is where you come in because this podcast and me are living my dream and you helping me achieve my dream, even at 45, 45 years old, okay? Because what I want to do is I want to have an arena tour of people belly laughing, you know? Because I think one of the most important things in life is learning to laugh life along. If you can laugh at life, no matter what happens to you, because do you know what? Stuff happens all the time, you know, divorce, death, moving out or just working with lemon suckers and more coming along and people being infected by lemon suckers. It's time with this happiness injection that we get happier so that actually happy people become the norm and lemon suckers are outed. Even 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 lemon suckers can change. Can you believe that? I did a conference the other day and a friend of mine sent her lemon suckers who worked for her and she came back and she said to her, I am your lemon sucker and I'm sorry. And I just felt so happy for that lemon sucker. And I felt so happy for the people she worked with because they're now going to have like happy days with her. And I felt, she works in a school, so I felt so happy most of all for the children because I think children are going to be happier if adults are happier. I don't think it, I know it. So think about this. If you've got, however many weeks you've got, okay, what were the dreams that you put in the bin when you were younger? You know, what did you do? Now, I I actually started doing self-help comedy in January, which has led to us doing this podcast. And I think that there's so much humour out there. And I think this is a new style of therapy that actually could help people massively. Because if you can laugh at life and you can learn some techniques and tips just to laugh at life, then you're going to be a whole lot more resilient in any situation. But also your days are going to be enjoyable. Imagine if you went to work on a Monday and you were excited. (laughs) I know some people are thinking you're going too far. So... My top tip is for episode one is to work out how many weeks you've got left and then plan three experiences, three experiences because memories are made with experiences, okay? I just did Mother's Day and I'm often disappointed on my birthday and on Mother's Day and at Christmas and things like that because I'm disappointed because I have an expectation or I see something that I want and nobody gets it for me even though I drop a million hints but the thing is about this Mother's Day is I thought I said to my mom let's do something that's going to create a best day ever so far 
So my mum said, yes, let's do that. I said, okay, then what do you want to do? She said, I want to have a picnic on the beach. So we live in the northeast. It's a bit like Game of Thrones. It's frozen all year round. And I was like, mm. she goes, okay, then we'll have a picnic in my front room. Okay, so as a surprise, I invited my brothers. She didn't know. I got all the picnic and we picnicked in her front room. Oh, yes, gorgeous, laughing and, and just gorgeous. And we didn't even take a selfie to remember it because it was so much fun. We've got the memory. For me, I absolutely love uh, taking baking to my homeless shelter. It's got 48 rooms for, for homeless people. And I try to do it, uh, a baking run every two weeks because it just makes me so happy. It's not a Mother Teresa thing. It's just about just giving to other people and making that human to human connection so for the rest of the day uh, in, with the picnic in between I baked and I made afternoon tea plates with scones and fairy cakes and sandwiches and my friends came round, and then we took all um 48 plates to the homeless shelter and then we sat and we chatted to to two of the um people staying at the shelter and they were they, they just just the human to human connection just for me was amazing so at the end of mother's day we had had the best mother's day ever so far and i went to bed that night and i just oh i just buzzed with happiness in bed i just was buzzing and buzzing and buzzing so hopefully in this happiness injection today, you're going to work out how many weeks you're going to do. And you're going to plan three exercises. Tweet me or Facebook me and tell me what your three experiences are going to be. The other thing is get a happiness buddy. You know, tell somebody else you know to listen to this. And then together, you can laugh about life and you can try the tips together and in the science of happiness things work better like diets and, and all those kind of things when you do them in pairs thanks for listening I, can't, I just so appreciate you listening because this is helping me live my dream even uh, uh, even with me 1660 weeks now if you want to uh, try a happiness diet to find out what makes you happy. If you're thinking, I'm still not happy at the end of this, then you obviously you need to listen to episode two. But also you need to go on to spreadthehappiness.co.uk, go on to the free downloads and have a look there for the happiness diet. It's really easy to find. If you want more videos and happiness tips and you can't wait till the next episode, then please head to what to www.shanettebassamwood.com Com. I'm at Shanette Basson on Twitter and I'm at Shanette Basson Wood on Facebook. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel as well, Spreading the Happiness, Spread the Happiness TV. And the next episode is going to be called Zombieland. How we become actual zombies in life after we've lost our happiness at the edge of 10. Thanks for listening. See you on episode two. Bye. Bye.